Welcome, welcome, welcome. What, what up? up? Oh, that was beautiful, Ooh, that guys. Oh, that my God. Yes. Some Welcome amazing. to All Tea No Shade, where we are serving tea without the shade. Like we always do. do. All right, so let's go ahead and pull up a seat and start sipping. What y'all sipping on? Well, I'm not sipping on what I really wanted to sip on. I actually went by Walmart this morning thinking I was going to buy some champagne, pull a little orange juice, have a little mimosa this morning. But I forgot here in Florida, you can't buy alcohol on Sundays until 8 a.m. Oh, I forgot about that. So I am sipping on some Dunkin' Donuts, French vanilla iced coffee. Yeah, because he don't like my coffee here, so it's nasty enjoy, enjoy your, your... You got to add the real sugar. There you go. Girl, damn sugar. <laughs> I had mine already this morning. I had me a good cup of coffee, some Kahlua added to it, and I had me a delicious Maple Street biscuit. It was good, y'all. Mm, yes, mm. it was. Mm. What you sipping on, Al? Coffee. You know, oh, we got to stop doing this what you sipping <laughs> if we going to keep doing it in the I've, morning. I've we been gonna, trying you know to what? get some mimosas, but I should have went out last night and got next it. Next week, we will it. have it. We will have it. Sippers, what are you sipping on as you listen to this episode of All Chino Shade Podcast? Let us know. We really want to know what y'all sipping on. Maybe you can influence us on what you're sipping on, and maybe we're bringing on the show. Yeah, give us some good morning. Like, hit us up on our Facebook. It's All Tino Shade or Instagram, All Tino Shade Podcast. And let us know some good morning drinks. And sponsors, if you're I listening. don't like Bloody Marys. No, I don't like Bloody Marys. Sponsors, if you are alcohol provider or distributor... And would like for us to hey. put your Well, you just want to distribute drink. alcohol to us. Oh, that too. <laughs> Let us know. We'll, we'll, we'll test it out. Alkies. All right, guys. How's your week? My week has been pretty blah. No, actually, it's been pretty good. Um, y'all know my birthday is only 13 days away. I do know this. 13 I'm a bit days. old and now. I don't remember those things. Uh, I'm getting there. I'm going to be 30. <laughs> I'm going to be 38 next in 13 Dang. days. I know. <laughs> Getting old, two years away from yeah, forty. You're getting, you're getting old, man. But I'm excited though. That means that means for me that my first trip of the year is coming up because I've established this new routine of going somewhere for my birthday. Last year with the Chattanooga, yeah, we just Chattanooga Bay. Chattanooga Ch- Bay. Oh snap! <laughs> this year I'm going to Panama. You gonna get a Pan- Panama Bay? I it's not hope, as good. I hope so. A Panama oh. pretty young thing. Oh, it's gonna be good. Mm. I hope it's gonna. Panama be good. women are beautiful. They are yes, beautiful. They are. Have you ever been to Panama? No. They're fun also. Mm. So yeah, my weeks have been good. TJ, how has your week been? Oh, you mean you ready for this? Oh, I don't L, know. as I was telling you, I was waiting I for this. I don't like the way he talked to me. No, it's gonna be bad. <laughs> I think my place is haunted. Ooh, oh my god, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I think he, that's kind of scary. For our listeners, L asked me how was my week. And I, told I believe in something. I was, I was like that, saving y'all. it for the show. So this is what happened. So I was in bed the other day, me oh, and really? Kennedy. Kennedy is my dog. And I was almost asleep. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I heard talking. What? My TV came on. I'm mm-hmm. like, all right. Mm-hmm. I passed it. Okay. So came out, turned it off. And then I always closed my doors in my place, especially my second bedroom. I went to work, came home. It was slightly open. Mm-hmm. I was like, did I close this door? And I was like, I get the benefit of the doubt, said maybe I didn't. 
So yesterday, I'm sorry, Friday when I came home from work, again, the second, this is the second time this happened. Yeah. My TV was on again. What? Now, I know it was all because I don't turn my TV on in the morning. Right. I always have my radio. I just have music on. And it was like on the internet. Oh, mm. somebody like searching so, stuff. So you know, I went sounds, through my history on there <gasps> to see if anything was on it, but is there was it nothing porn on it. Because you'd be sleepwalking. No, Ooh, no, no. Ghost uh, porn. I use porn on my iPad. But um <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't work, y'all. <laughs> but not only that, but I know that my door was closed, my other bedroom door was closed. It was slightly ajar this time. Wow. Oh my goodness. Have did you smoke out your house when you moved in? With what? Sage. Weed? Sage. I'm just joking. No, I don't do weed. <laughs> Y'all know that's true. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I know you don't. Uh, no, I didn't. But it's just right now, these things are starting to pop up a little bit. Well, you know what? Yeah, you got, like, you got to think about energy. Like, mm-hmm. whoever was in this house before, whatever mm-hmm. they created or brought in, even you, you're very um, hospitable. You like people over at your house. For me, when I have a lot of people over my house, I sage after every time they leave. Yeah. Because people... Whether know whether they know it or not, everybody has energy, mm-hmm. and sometimes you don't want that negative energy right. that's carrying around on them. But I, I believe in like possession. I believe in ghosts. Mm-hmm. I believe in all of that bad boy. So mm-hmm. I'm all it's about saving not your yeah. house. I will. I'll, I'll hook you up, bro. <laughs> you gotta I'm, clear out your energy of the house. You know, get rid of the. I hate you, Shay. <laughs> <laughs> I freaking hey. hate you. Let's name your let's name your ghost right now. Oh, do you want to name Matilda? No, Matilda. Matilda. No. Little white girls are the scariest. Y'all know this. Matilda. I want a friendly ghost, so I want Casper. I'm going with the friendly ghost first. Casper. All right. Yes. You know, we can go with Matilda. I like Matilda better. Matilda was friendly Hell too. Hell no, Matilda like that. The old ring, the ring. Matilda that kind was like a, t- a movie. There was a movie that. about Matilda, yeah. no and she Matilda. was a happy little witch, no, no, a little right. baby witch. Okay. Hey right. Matilda. Hey Matilda. <laughs> Matilda, what should be you watching know what? on the internet? Hell, how was your week? If my door slammed right now, I'm laughing at all y'all. Oh, I'm not scared because yeah. I'll be prayed up and stayed up. So they can come for me, but they ain't going to get nothing, honey. But that's how was how my week, week went. I'm sorry. Go ahead. My week was okay. No, womp womp. I know. It wasn't as interesting as Matilda, but, you know, we will live. All right, guys. What's your listener shout out today? Uh, listener shout out. We doing that before. Who am I? Yeah. All right. So listener shout out today is going to Damala LaSalle. Damala, she lives in Kalamazoo, Michigan. And she made a comment on our All Chino Shade Facebook page in reference to a news article I posted on the page about a white couple who has transformed themselves into black people. Oh, yes. I saw that. They identify as black and they say it or they say their baby will be black. That white lady, she's literally, she's tanned herself to such an epic proportion Mm. that she's like. It's pretty horrible. She is black. Mm. So Damala, her comment was, well. At least they're wearing dashikis. <laughs> so, Charlotte uh, Damala, thank you for re- uh, interacting, with, I'm done. interacting with us on the Altino Shade uh, Facebook page. Listeners, if you want to be a part of the Altino Shade podcast, interact with us on the social media. As always, L, give us the social media. On Instagram, we are Altino Shade Podcast. On Facebook, we have a page called Altino Shade. Page. A page, a page, and we also have a group called All Tino Shade Podcast Family and Friends. So go ahead and add, add, add us. All right, this is now time for my favorite part of the show where I get to spank TJ's ass. Let's go. Well, he's on the board now, at least. He didn't win last week, though. I won. No, I didn't. He 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 has won one. Okay, I was like, I'm pretty sure he had won one. He won the week before. Yeah. No, he won the week before because last week you were like. Uh, it's not gonna happen again. 
Yeah, yeah, y'all know, know how JB. I don't know when you want. All I know is y'all I got know four how JB. Oh, extra. TJ only got one. All right. So. so today, as you guys know, who am I? I'm going to uh, give some hints to these gentlemen for them to figure out who the lady is or oh, the lady this time. Lady. She already said it. It's the first clue. And it is their job to figure it out before the other or before Shay decides that we need to move on. (laughs) (laughs) So let's go ahead and get into it. So this lady is freaking epic. She is all Mm. things. She does not get her roses, though. She doesn't get nearly as much love as she should. But she has been in everything. So Mm. she's currently 62. She's natural. She is a singer, an actress. Um, Mm. You would know her more more so as an actress than anything, but Mm. she also is an amazing singer. She also can dance. Remember, she's 62. 62. And let me go ahead and add some things she's Uh, been in. She's been in The Preacher's Wife, The Temptations, um, she's been in Little Richard. She's been in Jawada Man, in Antoine Fisher, wow. Shark Tale, Tyler Perry's Medea Family Reunion. She's always known as the mom or the auntie, and she's always slightly messy. Not slightly, she's just messy. 62. She hangs out a lot with Brandy. No. Uh, that's I'm a good one, Al. I think you got something. She was one. on Think Like a Man, Think Like a Man 2. She wasn't in Waiting to Excel, was she? No. No. Uh, but that was a good guess, though. She was in Sister Act. Ooh, um, what's whoopee. Love Got to Do with It? Oh, she was. Um, she, I'm, if I uh, say this, y'all gonna know. I mean, she was in Coming to America. Um, no. say one. Not her. Okay, it was not her then. Okay. She wasn't the chick from that lived in St. Peter. She what's her name? That's from St. Pete. I don't think so. Oh. She can't tell you the name. Oh. Um, mm. ooh, I think you got a stump, mm. yeah. I think you she got it. She's from us. Missouri. Uh-huh. From where I said again? Missouri. Missouri. Shippers, <laughs> y'all know who she is. Dream girls. She was Oh man. She's a pretty popular person. Yeah. As soon as she said, we gonna know. We gonna be like, yes. yeah, I don't know. All right, so here's the ultimate, ultimate like clue. If you guys right, don't get it, one, this yeah. is it. Yeah. On Lo- what's love got to do with it? She was the the mama figure. Mm-hmm. I'm picturing her face, but I I can't think of her, think of her name though. Um, Sipper the probably laughing at us right now. Yeah, they, they know it. All right, I don't know. All right, you guys, it was Jennifer Lewis. I don't even know who that is. Do you not know who Jennifer Lewis is? Nope. You got what she look like? Hold on, let me put a picture up of her. Womp womp. Jennifer Lewis's birthday just happened. Oh, right. We all love her. Yes, she's actually in. Uh, is she in Blackish right now? Yes. Yes. Who would have said? Uh, yes. Wow. I don't watch Blackish, but yes, she's on Blackish. She is on Blackish. She's wow. the grandma on Blackish. Yeah. Okay, I feel like she does not get nearly as much love she as she should. Look yeah. at her. She does. She's still getting it. She doesn't. She's in, yeah. Wow, her leg is way up there. I didn't know she was a dancer. Yeah. But that's good, yeah. Wow. So, um, I don't know if you guys follow her on Instagram, but wow. her and Brandy and this other lady, they do these random songs, but they're all, like, hilarious, right? Oh, yeah. But they're it. serious, too. So, she did, when they did the big uh, march, the woman, what was like 100,000 women marching or mm-hmm. something? They did this song... 
that was amazing. They were singing too. Okay, like real old school. They were singing. Well, unfortunately, we didn't get that. And good. I will say good job, L. But it's not your job to really try to stumpers that much. But it's been a while. It's been a while. You you've been you've been too um over the confidence. So you That's used true. to really you that know. Is true. I, need to, I need to be humble. You humble hold me up, a little hold bit. Hold up, hold up a second. I remember during Christmas time when I did mine on you guys and oh gosh. got Jay stumped. Yeah, he was like, no, 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 that wasn't good. That wasn't a good one. But now L does it. <laughs> and that was good. L that was good. Man, I'm seriously. trying to, I'm trying to make up for my earlier comment that was off air. Okay. That's just, <laughs> he's trying to smooth the air. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, let's go ahead. What did you say? Oh. No, <laughs> no, we don't need to go back there. <laughs> Leave the past in the past. <laughs> All right, guys, let's go ahead and get into the sip of the day. All Today, right. we are talking about rape culture and its presence mm. in everyday life. This is going to be a very interesting topic. All right, so I have 10 examples of everyday language that okay. supports rape culture. All right. Um, so say guilty or not guilty if you do it. Oh, God. So the Ooh. first one, I'm guilty of almost all of them. <laughs> okay. Um, number one, when you say F you or suck my dick. I don't think I ever say fuck you and suck my dick. Um, no, nah, I don't think I've done. I'm not guilty of that one. What about you? I have been, but let's. How does that. Suck? Yeah, how is that? Well, it says any language that associates, associates sexual violence with anger. Promotes rape culture. Mm, I'm about to agree with that let's, one. We're going to discuss. But go, keep going. Keep okay. examples. So, yeah. I just rape that blank. So when you use rape to stand in for winning, like mm, I just rape that. Yeah. I've never used that. No, I've I can, heard it. I can I've see people it. do. I, I remember at one point in my life, I used to say, "Oh, that's gay." Yeah. That's gay. Like in the nineties, that's gay. I'm like, I don't do that anymore because that's that's demonizing or you know the gay lifestyle. Right. So. I've heard that a lot. Boys will be boys. Okay. Um, I've said that. I've said that. I don't understand how that one's Me a rape culture. I, I don't mean, agree with it. But boys will be boys. Well, I think the idea is that for a lot of um, rape propaganda or a lot of like, you know, rape advertisement, it's focused so much on the abused and not the abuser. Mm -hmm. So it's boys will be boys. If boys are hitting on you and you tell them no and they keep hitting mm -hmm. on you, it's them just being boys. It's a it's an ex excuse that's used regularly for guys who are inappropriate. Like so guys who can't call you, yeah. oh that's just what guys do. Well, no, guys should just do better. Uh I think it depends on mm -hmm. the situation that's going that's context. happening in mm -hmm. context because mm -hmm. and women women say day every day Men, men are gonna be men. Men, men are dogs, or men. You know what I mean? Or we say because that's what we are biologically created to, to think a certain way, right? Right. So people all say all the time, men would be men, or but I get what you're saying. I think it's all about the context of it, though. Context is huge. So if you yeah. are in a scenario where a guy is um, flirting aggressively or assert assertively depending on it yeah then boys will be boys all right so then she's a slut whore or what is she wearing mm. so yeah. sex shaming i see this all the time so i've never said she's just a slut whore i have thought in the past based on how someone was dressed that she's looking for attention or she's dressing dressing i don't want to say horish was that a, was that your ghost making that noise no it was somebody moving that chair. was shay oh okay 
Um, but yeah, I can see. I, it might I, be Shay. Shay might be Matilda. <laughs> 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 he just creeping in your house after you go to work. No, I, I've heard that before too. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think that's yeah, that's a tough one. All right, what about they friend zoned me? How is that supporting rape culture though? Because mm. we get fr- mm. friend zoned all the time. Like I, I disagree with that mm. one. I mean, again, I guess context is king in this in these scenarios. However, I mean, it's it's the way they're being used. I mean, we're just saying this context. People are just becoming very sensitive to a lot of things out here nowadays. Are really? they sensitive, or are we just yes. realizing that a lot of stuff that we used to do is inappropriate? You can, you I can would, put. I would can, agree with that too. No, I mean some things are still considered inappropriate, but at the same time, like adjacent in the context and how you use it and when you use it, because some of these things you're stating right now, I don't see as being. Um, really a part of the rape culture depending on when they're being used do you think you have this idea because you're a male and it's not for me like as a woman i know for a fact that there are certain things that i think of that never occurs to men Mm -hmm. but that Mm -hmm. is just part of my life right and so when i'm with like a group i'm always tend to be i tend to always be with a group of dudes right i grew up with all boys so um and they'll like want to walk down like a dark road and there's like a perfectly good boulevard like two blocks away that's completely lit. But for them, it does not occur to them like this is a dangerous passage. Yeah. You could make a much safer passage if you were to work to walk two blocks. Mm-hmm. But for them, it doesn't occur to them. And for me, it's something that always occurs to me. So as a woman, you're always on guard for potentially becoming victimized. Threats. I agree with that. I do. I understand. I agree with you 100 percent in that regard. I just don't think saying cheap friends on me is supporting rape culture. I think the idea is that there is an expectation that there is going to be some kind of romantic sexual like that just because you are of opposite genders, there is automatically an assumption that there is going to be romance and that the first assumption should be friendship, not romance. Because when you meet like a person of the same sex, it's never, I mean, you're straight, so it doesn't work, but you first approach them in a friendship, right? Well, I don't know. I think most, I think most men, depending on the situation, I think most men approach a woman who they are attracted to in a physical sense. It's like, oh man, this girl's beautiful. This girl's fine. Let me try to find out more about her. Let me try to make my way to move in. And then throughout the course, whatever reason, the, mm-hmm. the woman decides that it's not a good match and you get friend zone. I don't know if. Obviously, there are men that uh, that attack that approach a woman based on. Oh, I just want to be friends with her. But I would say I wanted to bet the majority of men approach a woman because they're trying to smash or trying to figure out if they can bring her, bring them in their life one way or the other. That's not friend zone. Yeah, but I think that's the opposite for well, not opposite for women. But when I approach a man, I'm never. If he's cute, I'm like, oh, he's cute. But my assumption isn't dating initially. It's always friendship. So it's a different approach, I think, from men to women. It is, yeah. Um, Number seven or six is all rape jokes. I mean, I think we can all. Yeah, I agree with that that one. Yeah, stop the rape jokes. Seven, that person is going to rape and or drug me when you're saying it like in a funny way. Don't don't roofie me. Don't roofie me. So we make light of it now. Um, I know you want it. Mm. I'm guilty of that. Mm-hmm. I think men and women are both. Let me bring this up. I think men and women are both guilty of rape culture ish stuff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think women might be just as guilty, um, or not more guilty for certain things when it comes to rape culture. Um, number nine. I don't understand this. Why don't you want me? 
Why don't you want me? Yeah, I don't know. Like, like I said, some of this stuff, I um, I guess we have to understand the better context of what what they're saying. But on the surface, I don't agree with that. All examples of catcalling. I can yes. see how it could be, yeah. Calling someone a tease. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, because some people do tease, though. Come on, let's be real. People don't tease one another. They're like, oh, you teasing me right now. You know what I mean, mm. and so mm. and same thing stuff like let's be real. Like I know, like as as a, as a man with muscles, sometimes <laughs> I and you, a booty. You wear you wear certain clothes because you want to get this attention, right? Cause in a, in a way, you're kind of teasing this person. You're not even doing anything. You're just like, you no, know, I'm with, my chest looks good. I'm gonna wear this. Women, same thing. Women say, you know what? I'm gonna wear this blouse or this dress because my 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 cleavage is popping right now, and they're not looking. For, they're not looking to to tease per se, but they do want a little bit of attention. We all want a little bit of attention from other eyes. Damn, she looking good. That's a little bit of teasing. You don't think so? Go ahead, uh. You go ahead. You haven't said <laughs> you're, one you're word. The, you're the lady. He asking you. I'm asking all of you. I'm asking He's all asking of you. everybody. What's yeah. your thoughts, TJ? It, it is teasing. You will have these young ladies, and I'm, I'm referring to young ladies in this conversation, because they will sit here. What about old ladies? You can be 70 and oh. still teasing. Well, like, see, you can, I consider them old. They're still young ladies to me. Okay? <laughs> so. Well, y'all, TJ. Old. Well, you have young ladies and women out here who will sit here and, as Jay stated, uh, have their pictures with their breasts all pushed up. And not only did that, Jay, they also spray them. So they had a little shine to them. Some oil. Oh, yeah. I've seen light oil put on them. Thing, all that. Men do the same thing. We'll sit here, put on little muscle shirts. Yeah, this is the first time TJ ain't been wearing lingerie on a Sunday. <laughs> I'm what? It's the first time on Sunday you ain't wearing lingerie. You know what? <laughs> El, from now on, I'm just wearing gray sweatpants. <laughs> Please don't. Let me tell you, he just wears sweatpants every Sunday. <laughs> That's but <clears throat> see, I lost my chain of thought, man. That okay, is you know, rapey, though. My train of thought. So go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. I'll you speak. Well, let's talk about the the gray. What is it called? The gray pants versus the um Sunday the maxi dress. Sundress. Mm. The sundress. It's a little rapey. It is. It's a little it's, creepy. It is a little creepy. But I can't but help it. it. But that's. I think it's, it's human nature, though. I think it's, it's human nature to be physically attracted to someone who biologically, for whatever reason. You're attracted to that person in that way. Mm-hmm. And so if you see someone wearing a sundress and you're like, damn, her ass is looking good. Like, I don't think you're trying to rape her. It's, 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 it's not. Well, rape culture doesn't mean necessarily like that everything leads up to rape. Yeah. It just means that the certain things make rape less less impactful, right? So if we make a bunch of jokes about rape, if we... Um, we don't we take out the demonization of it right mm-hmm. we take out how brutal and, and serious it is then it becomes less of a big deal i think is the idea so if you guys remember i remember this when i was in um in middle school where the boys used to go and try to touch booty Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, and so the girls, we would hit them, and mm-hmm. be so mad, yeah. but like it was clearly like a thing, right? Like, and I don't even know if we were really that mad, or if it was just like part of the game, right? Well, what, and, and it's funny you mentioned that when the guy who you liked came and slapped your boot and you slapped him back, it was okay. That's how everything is like. Okay, so, so how was all this really becoming a rape culture? And that's what I don't like about it because it gives let me say, it gives a little bit, it gives a lot of power to the female to now either be subjected or either it's rape culture or it's acceptable. 
-hmm. Because you can have two guys do the same thing. But yet one guy's considered rape, the other guy's considered acceptable. That's not fair right there, Elle. Yeah, but you I know? think that the guy who you like, there are, maybe not, the consent might necessarily be um, obvious, but there is some level of, like, acceptance. There is some level where you're indicating that you're interested, mm -hmm. opposed to the creep who hits your ass and you have not given him any indication whatsoever that you're interested. Huh? I'm, I'm, I'm chipping on there. Guys have no clue until they I'm know. about to say that. Yep, exactly. We don't always know. We well, then your first thing should not be to smack her on the ass then. But, but that was the kids thing. We're kids. We don't know then. They kids. still do that in the club, y'all. Going, going back to the kids thing, though, I think part of that is growing up, going from being a teenager to growing to your, um, when you're maturing into mm -hmm. adulthood. adulthood, right? It's like the sexual curiosity happens. It's like, exactly. it's part of in me to say, ooh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flirt with this girl. And she's going to flirt with me. I mean, I was playing around sexually at 12. Like, I didn't have sex at 12, but I was touching and feeling. Um, and so I just think that's part of part of growing up there. Um, so here's my question. Let's, let's keep the topic going. So the Me Too movement, right? So the Me Too movement was and is something that was that was needed to bring bigger awareness to the amount of sexual violence going on in the world. Is there ever a concern for any of you that some people were just trying to jump on board the movement just to get someone in trouble or to try to get known from it? I think you have that in anything, any big movement. There are going to be people who it doesn't really apply to, but, you know, people who jump in on the bandwagon just because. And so, yeah, I think there are people definitely who are guilty of just jumping in on the bandwagon, not because it's it, something that happened to them, but just because they wanted to be in on something. Yeah. I sometimes sit back because my viewpoints on these are very strongly against certain things. Okay. And that's okay. We all have different viewpoints. People judge too much when you come across a bit hard and, and at times a certain kind of ways. This whole rape culture, and I do, I'm glad the awareness is out there and I'm glad that people are being more responsive to it, but everything is not considered rape in my viewpoint. Mm -hmm. But have you been raped before? Yes, I have. According to what they now consider as rape culture and so many things, yes, I have been. I, I, so I, you have been, you've had sex outside of your consent, outside of your will. Yes, I have. Okay. I've woken fair. up, I've woken, I remember one time going to another state to visit this young lady, and I woke up in the middle of the night, and she was doing sexual things to me. Okay. Is that not rape? Absolutely. It, it, technically, yeah. it is. If, okay. technically if it is. she's giving you oral sex right. without your consent, you're sleeping. That's technically I didn't, I didn't rape. Say, I didn't say it was oral sex. Well, I'm just saying anything. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, but... See, these things go on, but at the same time, when is it really considered rape? Because I don't view it as rape, okay? This is my view. Mm -hmm. This is a young lady that I consented to go visit. We already had engaged in some things, not fully. And in the middle of the night, I woke up to that, Yeah. okay? It was accepted. See, when things are accepted by the person, we don't consider it as being rape. Okay? Right. But, but, there, but, but there is such a thing as implied consent, but go ahead. Is, um, say it again, implied consent? Mm -hmm. And please explain that so, that so they can so I listen because I understand what that is. Well, I think that if you've already engaged in sexual behavior, uh, I think that there is a level of implied consent when you're... I'm glad you said that. Kind of, when you're already. Now, does the implied consent overrule somebody saying no or stop? Obviously not. Um, but if you guys are both sober mm -hmm. and you've had sex before, she wakes you up in the middle of the night with some, some cutty, mm -hmm. then I think the cons idea is that you've already... I mean... Girls are always woken up to can, some cutting. Can 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 we go into court and that and you should know better than what we do because you because some things you may know. 
can we go into court and state the same thing and be seen as being uh, uh, innocent of these things or so? I think the court definitely favors women in, it does. in that regard. And this, to, is, this is where I have a problem. But well, I think what happens, like, so if you were to wake up with the sexual act being performed on you and you were to be like, no, stop, and then mm-hmm. she did it, yeah, I think that's rape. Did you say no? Did you say stop? Most men ain't going to say stop. But again, going back to consent, though, it's like I didn't consent didn't consent to it. Be, I mean, it's, it's the same thing as if a woman woke up and a man eating her out. When she's like, oh, what's happening? Mm-hmm. Like, did she consent? Technically, she didn't consent. Right. You okay. know, but. All right. And I'm, so let's, let's talk real. She may not consent at that time. She may have said stop. Mm. Okay. Like in a sweet way. Like, baby, stop, baby, stop. Okay. Mm. I like what, TJ? <laughs> I'm not going to okay. say it. <laughs> no, don't do it, Shay. Do it, Shay. Do it, Shay. Do it. Do I say it. Bad. Giggles and wiggles. <laughs> giggles and wiggles. Giggles no, and wiggles. But, but hold on. So, Pimp it, if she say no, stop like that, right? Mm-hmm. And he continues, and then she gets into it, mm-hmm. is that rape? Yes. Even though after what she I would say, this is what I tell my nephews, right? Is. Anytime a woman says no, stop, you stop. And even if she's just joking or teasing, you need to train her out of saying mm. no, stop. No. See, see, that, see, see, this is why I don't speak on me because to me, that's when the game come across. Okay? It's a game right there. She knows she don't want him to stop. She knows she's enjoying it. To a point, she might want him to stop. But overall, she really wants him to continue. We was talking about this prior to coming over here. I've had two young ladies leave me alone in the past because I didn't engage with them fully. Right. And fully. So when they told me to stop, I stopped. Mm-hmm. And then they go on sitting here telling their friends back in the day that why they didn't continue seeing me because I didn't have sex with them. Okay. So it's confusing to me. It really is very but to confusing me, that's to just men. a lack of immaturity. Okay, that's that's what you're saying to you. But overall, and I'm not being smart, this is about this whole thing that's going on right now with this rape culture and the Me Too movement. It's it's not always understood by men what we should do today, nor how we should do it. Because it comes off very confusing to us a lot of times. Mm-hmm. You know? I would say if, if she says no forcibly and aggressively, right. then you definitely, as a man, if you don't understand that no is no, then you have issues there. To TJ's point, if she's if you're in the, mo- in the moment like that, and she's like, I'm not going to do it like TJ did it. You <laughs> sure? Go no, ahead. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> like if she do it like that that can be a little com- confusing because i got I mean? trained out of it so i was dating a guy and i know i did my little you know doubt protests too much mm-hmm. right and so i'm like no stop um and he stopped and looked at me he's like you want to use a different word because <laughs> he's like i will stop mm-hmm. absolutely that's right and he's like are you sure you want me to stop and it was sexy mm-hmm. and then i never said no stop right you know what i mean like and so there's definitely a way that you can respond to it but i think that in in today we know better so we should do better i know women or even me where i've just been like no so i really didn't necessarily want to go forward mm-hmm. but especially when i was younger but you feel a lot of pressure mm-hmm. to continue on. And so even when you say no stop, you at some level she's telling you to stop. Right. Now she her body might be saying something different, but her mm-hmm. mind is saying she wants to stop. Right. Um and, and that's where it's confused. I'm glad you said I'm gonna say the same thing. When their body, when okay, let's say and say that this fellatio being performed with a young lady. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm sorry, kind of lingers or so. Okay. I was like, I, I, what I, is? Hey. No, I, I, I was no, like, no, fellatio hey. on a lady? No, what no, kind no, of no, girl boy are you talking to? 
Thailand. 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 They performed on her, okay? And she's saying, no, but you feel her legs on your back kind of pushing you into her. Mm-hmm. Or her hands on your head pulling you inside of there. Right. See, and it's, and it's dangerous for men because, yes, she's saying no. Her body's saying something different. Y'all continue on. We can still get a court order so saying that, hey, I'm getting you for rape. That's where it's confusing, and it's scary. And, but for it's men not nowadays. confusing to me because you just stop. You're not yeah. the man. No, okay, you're saying just stop. So he, let's say he doesn't. Her legs are pulling you in. Her head is, her hands are on your head, holding you down there. No, baby, that's that's confusing. I would say that's she, confusing. I would say to Elle's point, if she says no in that moment, I might not want to stop. And in the past, I probably have pushed the line. Mm-hmm. But today's culture, I'm stopping. So, yeah, we're learning that. But we also know in the heat of the moment, it's not always easy to do that. All I'm saying that it's, it's always easy to say what should and shouldn't be done. Okay. But when that's happening, the lady is saying no. And she's saying in a certain kind of way. Okay. Not no stern way. Like, no, stop. Like you said, if the stern voice, the pushing back and everything. Yeah, she's saying stop. You, you're, you're, you're getting, you should get that message right there. But if the message like, no, baby, stop, stop. Like, it's all sweetly. But yet her body is pulling you into her and everything. Right. That's confusing. I don't think it needs to be, though. It might be confusing. I get your point of view where she's saying something, but she's physically doing something else, right? So her mm-hmm. actions aren't aligned with her words. However, for me, your response should always be the minute that she says no or stop verbally, that is when you either check her and say, is this something that you necessarily, you really want me to stop or you stop? It, it, the minute it comes out, that needs to be a stop. And the fact that we continue to go forward, even so, is part of rape culture. And again, see, what let me say this. This is why it's bothersome to me because it still puts all of the accountability on the man. You're saying the man should stop. No, she should stop saying stop and say exactly what she means and show but it. Maybe also, she it says, goes. Maybe it goes, she's saying what she means. It goes both ways. We gotta look at this both ways. We the men are becoming the victims all the time. Oftentimes now, and men, I mean, not not always. Let me change that. Are you serious? Listen, listen, you guys listen. are now being and held I'll, to I'll task. Listen, listen to what I'm saying. No, you're saying that because you are female. You have that female perspective. And you're perspective. saying it because you're male. Let me give it. But I understand both sides. I'm saying to you that if the person is saying something, she should say it, mean it, and show it. The same way a man should do the same thing. Yes, the man should stop when she's saying no in a certain kind of way. It's confusing. It really is. All we right. have to understand both sides on this. So this is a good segue. So April 2018, a video came out of Tony Robbins denouncing the Me Too movement, saying it, it amounts to little more than women trying to gain significance by claiming victimhood. Why do you think some men are having such a hard time accepting that so much sexual aggression and violence towards women is real? Say it again. Why do you think some men are having such a hard time accepting that so much sexual aggression and violence towards women is real? Because Tony Robbins was basically saying that women Why, want TJ? to gain significance and mm. came in victimhood. I like you, Al. Because, see, I think, well, I'm not going to go back on what it was that said because it's, it's hard for me to really try to re-explain that. Mm-hmm. A lot of men don't understand, and because of how they were taught, raised, and so forth in society and in the cultures out here, about relationships with women, relations with women as well. So they see their actions as being innocent oftentimes. That's why a lot of times they can't accept it because they don't always see where they're wrong. Okay, mm-hmm. It's also like that right of man, that being a man, a man do this, a man do that. 
So those things that they were taught and is cultivated into their system now, but they have to also learn now with the Me Too movement and so forth that they can't always do those things that they were taught. They have to understand the woman's perspective and the woman's side as well. Everything, everything has changed. Everything evolves. And like you, to your point, like you said, in, in the past, it was acceptable. That was the thing they were taught to. And that's why they was raised. The same thing with, with racism, right? Like racism is typically taught. It's passed down. Mm-hmm. These, these white kids, that's what they know. That's what they do. It takes them a while to break a break from that. And I think that men struggle with that, like you said, because it's, it's, something that their fathers and grandfathers passed down. In some cases, some of the moms, some of the moms passed down some of this stuff. It's not just men passing down mm-hmm. these, these old traits and these old habits are no longer acceptable, right? Moms and grandmas and cousins, women have passed these things down too that has caused men to struggle with trying to break free from the sexual aggression and violence towards women. I have some like interesting statistics. So... The percentage of men who will be raped in their lifetime is 3%. The percentage of adult uh, rape victims that are going to be women is 90%. Wow. Um, The percentage of perpetrators of sexual violence that will walk free is 99%. Like, let's just... The amount of perpetrators who commit sexual violence Mm. that will walk free is 99%. So only 1% is actually being held to task. So when when people say that women are being overly sensitive or we're doing too much, I think the statistics clearly show that we're not. Yeah, not Um, not speaking up enough. We're not speaking up enough. And it's not being taken seriously. Just the other, I can't remember the person, but the white swimmer who the judge, who was found guilty of rape, um, and the judge, instead of giving him time, Gave him like probation. Do you mm. guys remember this? I remember here. The, 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 the white because guy, he right? was such a good guy. Yeah. Right. Like. Let me just say, if he had been black, he would have been in jail. He exactly. would have been under the jail. Yeah. Um. So women have a one in five chance of being raped, and like I said, I was at that woman re- retreat. Well, it wasn't a really a woman's retreat. It was called the Coffee and Collages with Doctor mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Miss Sherry, the therapist, mm-hmm. and. Almost every woman in there had some kind of sexual trauma. And even when I speak to my friends, I have been, I have um, experienced sexual trauma. All my friends have experienced sexual trauma. It becomes a normal part of being a female. And so I'm sorry that, you know, now that we are growing and we're doing better, we're starting to say, hey, there's some things that you need to do and listen to, and I'm sorry it makes you uncomfortable, but you got to do it. If some woman during sex says stop and no, even if she's faking the front because she really yeah. wants you to continue, because there is that whole thing of you need to protest as a girl, right? Don't give it up too easily. That's like an old school mm. tradition, right? So she might just be doing that, mm. right? It might not be a legitimate or sincere no, but I think as a man, and something I tell my nephews for sure is that you should take every no and stop as a no and a stop yeah and i want to say thank you for that because that's you said it the way i was really trying to get it out because mm. that's what i was really referring to yeah that part right there so thank you for putting it because i hope women don't understand i hope they understand no, I get that what you're saying i wasn't saying that they were the men you're not trying to rape people no not at all but like i said some of them are especially like that way they're hard to get kind of way. old school yes. you're kind of taught to be like a little demure mm-hmm. you know like don't give it up too easily mm-hmm. right there's that whole idea and so some people women say no and stop when they're really just trying to right. follow that trajectory but I think as a man, 
uh, especially in this time of your, of of the world, I would take every no and every stop as a no and mm-hmm. a stop, and I would I would challenge her. Mm-hmm. And Shay just made a good point. He showed me something he wrote. He said that a lot of times men are looked at as soft by women if you're not aggressive, mm-hmm. right? Oh, he's a softie. He's not even aggressive. He's mm-hmm. not. So I think that can be a little confusing as well. And I think that was. I remember the video going to to your point. Um, of being able when someone says no calling out for help you see the video of the young lady who was raped on Facebook live she was in the club and the guy yeah I guess she had they'd been drinking they were hanging out and he literally she was already on she was already mm-hmm. on live when she was started mm-hmm. and I guess later on he, he was dancing with her he was literally having sex with her while she was on there and she was like help help mm-hmm. and she couldn't get it out because I guess she had been drugged mm-hmm. and so I mean this the Look, rape culture is it's a very serious it thing. Is. It's so, real. And yeah. those little, like, it's, it seems so, it's like microaggressions. Like, these little things don't feel like they are a lot, but they add up. Like, think about if you are a woman, with majority of women have some kind of sexual um, violence in their history. If you're a woman and you're being catcalled, or if you're a woman and you have been raped by your uh, uncle or your cousin, and you are now in a sexual position where you might not be physically being assaulted or being hurt, but you are scared to really vocalize no and stop in a way that's going to be considered um, negative. And so you might say no stop in a, in a in a way that you think might get across to the man without being offensive, mm-hmm. which is, you know, cute or whatever the case is. But you really might mean no stop, but you are a like the lady in the club, you are a, a survivor of being victimized. And so you can't necessarily articulate the same way that somebody who hasn't. What, uh, so one thing that I think that needs to change in regard to, to rape are the false accusations from oh, women yes. against men. So, and I think the United States needs to develop some kind of law that has serious ramifications for a false claim of rape. What are your thoughts on all on these false accusations that typically really affect black men and black boys? Um, when, when used against them, that's the real thing too. A lot of false, false claims, like Chris Brown, for example. Who- yeah, that bitch lying. <laughs> Let's look at that. But also, I won't go to one that had a, re- a big repercussions in, um, especially in boxing. Let's look at Mike Tyson. Okay, mm-hmm. she, two o'clock was correct. What one or two o'clock in the morning? She contacted him, went to his place, and then she left. She stated she was raped. Okay, again, understanding in in certain neighborhoods, understanding in the black culture. We understand that phone call, I'm coming to your place at 2 o'clock in the morning means what? It's considered what normally? A booty call. That's not a false accusation, no, though. But she stated she was raped, but throughout that whole But I'm talking trial, like, I'm talking like legitimate false accusation claims like, oh, he raped me. He got She got caught with, with this black boy, and she don't want her parents to know, and she claimed rape, and this boy got locked up in jail, and it turned out that he wasn't real. That happened with Mike Tyson? Yes. Oh, I thought, okay. Yes, that's what Mike Tyson. He, okay. did, he did jail time. For all of that right there, she accused him of raping her, but yet a lot of things from watch, from watching that trial and listening to a lot of what was going on. I don't know everything because of but course. But did she they, come out and say she did it prove that she didn't rape her? It's it's hard to prove. So that's she's that's saying not it was not consensual, but that, and that is the thing. It's rape. It doesn't mean you can't look at but, actions leading up to something because I can say I can be down for the cause all the way up until the cause. And then I realized that this is not what I want to do or who I want to do it with. But what I'm talking about specifically is false accusations. Like Emmett Till, Chris like Brown. Like Emmett Till, Chris Brown, mm-hmm. all these guys who who had nothing, didn't even rape them at all, but they came out and said they raped them. 
and they look, and then the, girl, the woman goes to to to, to uh, the police station, mm-hmm. and she said, "Look, actually, nothing happened." But now this guy's rep- reputation is tarnished, you know. So what are the ramifications that it's, I think that should be some kind of serious jail time for women or men who who say they were raped, but it turns out they actually they they recant the statement. It's really hard because what will happen is that you, if you make a penalty for people who recant their statement, then you will have less people recanting their statement, and so you will have more people who are um, jailed and and not supposed to be there because somebody does not want to admit that they lied mm-hmm. either because of like social society pressures or for whatever reason because now they're tied to that confession is some kind of penalty. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um rape is really hard. Every time I think about it, I was in a class in undergrad and we were talking about rape. Um, and we were trying, I'm a sociology major. And so we were trying to figure out what would be the right statute. Like if we were lawmakers, if we were, you know, the ones who were making the statute for Florida, how would you, what would be, how would you determine what was rape and what wasn't rape? Right. Each case is different, you know, but but you're writing, you're writing a statute for people. That's that's hard. And it sucks because. You know, generally when these things happen, it's two people, Mm -hmm. you know, and you have the victim and you have the non-victim and it could be the man or the woman, depending on who's lying Mm -hmm. or who's not. Right. Mm -hmm. And so how do you determine Mm -hmm. who's telling the truth when it's just two people? That's hard. Uh, That's hard. It's a a great subject to have. And I think this is a conversation that we should have in our communities with our our friends, with our parents, with with our children about the do's and don'ts. And so we, it definitely needs to be an improvement um, of, the, of the rape culture so there's a better understanding of it. And I think for especially for colored people, we don't talk, especially with our children or the younger people in our generation, about sex. It's like very taboo, you know? But I think it's really important, especially like parents, that you are having really these open conversations with your children, both the girls and the boys, about sex, about pressure, about what isn't isn't acceptable, and things that they need to know because you, it, like I like TJ said, it can be very confusing. So let's wrap it up um, with 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 this. What are some what is some advice that you could give men or women about how to avoid situations that put them at risk for making people uncomfortable? If you were going to tell somebody what's one piece of advice, give one piece of advice. I would have to say for men, I would say be considerate of the fact that you are a man and at some level you are you have a higher level of protection. So I've been out even with like guy friends or people who have like I've dated who've like asked me to do something or go somewhere and I'm like, nah, can't do it. And they think I'm being lame or they think whatever. Or they're like, Oh, you're being too overly cautious. And I'm like, well, I'd rather be overly cautious than, you know, put myself in a situation. So I would say be mindful of, you know, people's reasoning, I guess. CJ? Uh, A man once told me that I love what he said, and I'll use this. He said, treat each woman you come in contact with the same way you want another man treating your mother or your sister. Mm -hmm. That's good. And Uh, I'll I'll put in your daughter also. And I would say um, personal boundaries should be respected. Like teach people how to respect personal boundaries, and I would say learn to handle rejection of any kind gracefully. Yeah, those would be my two. And just as a statistic, I wanted to end with the percentage of false rape reports is two to ten percent. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's uh, not that doesn't sound, that doesn't sound like a whole lot, 
but that's a one percent is a lot when yeah. you think of somebody's whole life being ruined. Being ruined yeah. because whether it's guilty or not, now that people think you're a rapist, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a there's a strong negative um, connotation that comes with it, unless you're R. Kelly and then you get like <laughs> your sales go up, your streaming is better. <laughs> All right, guys, let's go ahead and right. switch it out to. All right, y'all know what time it is. That was a, that was a good topic. I'm sorry, I hate to say that. It's a, a great topic, topic. It, it really and, and obviously, and I, I, uh, 40 minutes, 45 minutes is not enough time to discuss such a, a such a powerful topic like that. Yeah. So we try to cram a lot into that. Um, Tell us you, what you think, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, guys. This is my least favorite part. It should be your most favorite. I don't know why it's your least favorite. This should be mine. She just say that. Could say that. Well, you just ruin. You you lose all the time, so it's really not. Damn. You should be used to it. She's been talking some shit already. I'm trying so, to get like Jay, y'all. You know, y'all know Jay, we talking all this extra. I'm more focused now, you know. I got um the headlights on, so I'm really focused right now. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> so I hate you. Uh, so the score <laughs> is. Let me be great, y'all. The score is four to one. L. <laughs> I gotta rub that all right. in. So I think Ooh. I think I'll pick some great songs this time that are equally four balanced. To you know one. what? Equally balanced this time. We're going. I like to change the format of this thread a little bit. No, you should try to change. I'm like, my, how do you change my format should, to my to my segment? I think you should be in this. I think Shay no. should start picking the nope. music. Have nope. all three of us nope. in it. Nope. Nope. Disagree. This all right. Like, I'm retired from this segment. So I actually I actually week, chose two songs from the '90s, two songs from the 2000s, and a and a recent song. So it's balanced. All right. So that popular song, so be quick, be quick. This first song came out in 1997. Oh, God. Oh, I don't know who said that first. Shay, who said that? Play it back. Oh. That was equal. We both said it at the same time. Oh. We both said it at the same time. I think I said it at the same time. (laughs) I don't know who said that one, so I might have to find an extra song. Okay. Wow. We'll tie, we'll tie with that one. Y'all both did it at the same time <laughs> same on that time. one. <laughs> All right, Bill. So this was so that was uh, Erica Badu's Ooh. debut single. Um, the hit song spent two weeks at number one on the U.S. Billboard. What was her second hit? On and on remix. Call on Tyrone. No, nope. next <laughs> life. was late. Next lifetime. That's my name. Oh, lifetime. All right. So she could sing. She was in um, Tampa maybe two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, at the Gasparilla Music Festival, and she can blow. Yeah, I like Erica, but she's one of my favorite artists. Low, of all time. I didn't I realize like she could sing the way she sang. Like, cause you, she always sings like very neo soul chill. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know what was in her, but she was like, like Jennifer Hudson <laughs> singing, like I going. Her, I saw off. her in um, Jazz in the Garden a few years ago. It was amazing. All right, second song came out in 1996. Sippers, are you ready? What's it gonna be? In Vogue. Yes, in Vogue. Yep. Yeah. Don't let go. Yeah. Keep playing it out, Shay. Mm-hmm. Good guess. I was on that one. 1996. It's like the one In Vogue song I know. So this, <laughs> so this song peaked at number two What's it be? on they were the U.S. Like Billboard them. in 1996. It was blocked by Tony Braxton's song. Which song do you think it was that Tony Braxton Tony had Braxton. out? I'm Breaking My Heart. There you go. I'm Break Your Heart was number one. Y'all conferring together, huh? Yeah. It was like Tony Braxton's biggest hit. Yeah. All right. So, oh. so it's one. One zip, right? Because the first one was the tie? Yep. Is that what we're going with? Yeah. All right. So the next song came out in 2003. Hmm. 2003. Maya. 
Damn. She's on it. That is definitely Maya. Write it out, Shay. Write it out for a little bit. Let's just simply try to hear it with song this is. I just think she has a very distinct voice. You know this song, TJ? I just yeah. like mine. So this song is called My Love Is Like. Um, so this song was produced by another big name music star from Virginia. Who is it? No. Teddy Riley. No. Wasn't Teddy? No. Virginia? Virginia. Missy Elliott. Oh. Yay! Shout out to Missy Elliott, who's the first female uh, artist to get in, inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. The first female rapper. Wow. Y'all saw that. That's big. Big up to Missy Elliott. Virginia. Virginia, stand up. Two up, two down. All right. So it's two zips. So TJ, you need this one, brother. I don't. You need this one. I need you to be on. This one's a very, very popular song. Came out in two thousand three. 2003. 50 Cent. Damn. Damn. How you not know that? Go shorty. It's, it's your birthday. birthday. We, we gonna party like it's, it's your birthday. birthday. Hey. Party like it's, it's your birthday. Because you know. Because it's, it's your birthday. birthday. Hey. It's coming up, right, Jay? It is coming up. All right. So, well, he got this in here. So this song was nominated for Best Male Rap Solo Performance and Best Rap Song. At the MTV Music Awards when it came out for Best Rap Video and Best New Artist in 2003 track. All right, Sipper. So, again, this week, it has been proven that Elle reigns supreme, and that sounds familiar. She has defeated Mr. Pri- Private, Mr. <laughs> Pimp TJ Jones. Pimp Tyrone. But we're going to play one more, though, just for the Sippers, because the Sippers may be tied with Elle. This song came out in 2018. It's actually one of my favorite songs. 2018, you got me lost. So you know this one, don't you? If Shay Shay ever played this, we would be so screwed. I know this voice. It's Kendrick Lamar. Yep, Kendrick Lamar. So this song was the lead single for Black Panther. Is it? Yeah. The soundtrack is actually pretty amazing. Yeah. I like the child's play from it. All right. Congratulations, L. You are the winner. New up now five to one on that sounds familiar. I think it's your favorite up your fa- favorite segment. No, it's not. All right. All right. What we got next? Tim Tyrone. Uh, my intro. Your toast to waste the You gotta say it again. Say Tim Tyrone. You guys, we be having way too much fun on, on um, mic check, y'all. <laughs> he especially be having too much fun on mic check. Wiggles and giggles. Wiggles and giggles. Shake that ass. Uh, this is um this is really appropriate for our main topic today, but the toast of wisdom day this is, is him trying to be all serious. Culture right now. does not make people. People make culture. People. Culture, culture, does, not culture people. does not make people. People make culture. I agree with that. I mean, people's thoughts collectively push cultures forward or backwards. Mm-hmm. What I don't care for are the media moguls pushing certain ideas and beliefs onto culture solely for their own benefits. I totally and not agree. People. Okay. But great toast to wisdom. Okay. All right, guys. Let's go ahead and get into our... What's your ish? 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 All right, what's your ish, Jay? So, my ish this week, um, I've been looking... So, my ish this week is black people magic, right? Have you heard that term? Black girl magic? Mm -hmm. Black boy magic? 
Black Boy Joy is my favorite. So I've been looking for black people magic. So that's my ish this week. And so my ish is Joshua Wilson the second. He's only four years old. Killing it. Killing it. And I understand that every cool. race has brilliant, magnificent young children, but it's so rare to see positive videos of young black kids doing amazing things. So my ish this week is black people magic. And in this case, it goes to Joshua. I love Wilson. that. And I'll post that video for y'all to see it, but it's amazing to see it. Four years old. Four years old. Wow. I'll show you later. All right. Wow. So what's your ish, uh, TJ? I don't have none this week. I'm just waiting for the final sip, but I don't have no ish this week. <laughs> you no you ish this see week? Jay's face. Mm, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, just I've been up on politics and stuff a lot this week. So what about Game of Thrones? You've been on Game of Thrones what? lately. What? I already watched the whole Don't season. Don't force this man to have a what's your ish. Look mm. at his face. He could have had biscuits. He could have oh, had you know, Game of Thrones. Oh, he could have had anything. I want to step back. Let's go with that. Uh, my ish this you week. You don't is, let this man force you into what's your ish? No, no, he's a good. I didn't think about it this way, but Maple Street biscuits. We have uh, good, two y'all. of those down here. I treated my, um, the crew to some of those this morning, and they are the cinnamon, the ice cinnamon ones in the morning with a cup of coffee, man. They are delicious. They are delicious. Did y'all enjoy y'all Maple Street biscuits? I did. I killed mine. That, that's your ish. I don't, even, I don't even think Shay tasted his. He just swallowed it whole. Oh, and you know, normally, you know, we you get eat, a little extra icing too. Uh, we had your icing on there. Normally, you eat your biscuits with uh, your hands a little bit. Get a little icing on your fingers <laughs> and lick it off. Unlike some bougie, some bougie person. Bougie ass Jay mm. here today. Oh, well, I gotta be Using bougie. a fork and knife like he was cutting. You know, he just got like on my a nerves steak or something. Yeah, Sir, like he's in a restaurant. Sir Jay Noetic. <laughs> I have to have my fork, my knife, and a good glass of wine with my biscuits. I hate you. Yeah, what's your ish? My ish is my birthday's coming up too. What's your ish? What's your birthday? April. Okay. It ain't got really a long way up, to go. Yeah, it's up. February already. Okay. So what's your ish for your what's birthday? What's your ish? Um, so you may or may not know, but I do Seven World Wonders for my birthday. Yes, you do. Yes. And so I actually just bought, this is actually pretty late for me, but I just bought my ticket to go to Brazil for my birthday. What? That's on my to-do list. That's on my to-do list. So I'm going to go see the Christ the Redeemer. Um, that'll be World Wonder number four. Okay. Wow. So nice, this year nice, I will nice. officially be tipping the scales to having the majority of them done. Nice. I love that. So I love only that. have Good. three more left. I've, done, I've not done any, so I'm definitely living vicariously through you on that one. That's good. Thank you. That's what's up. All oh, right, I'm trying to come here with no ish. <laughs> um, sippers, if you have any feedback or you just want to let us know you got your own ish, you got a toast to wisdom, or you want to go ahead and give us some feedback on rape culture, then hit us up on our email at altnoshadepodcast at gmail.com. That's altnoshadepodcast at gmail.com. You can also leave a comment on our Facebook page called Altino Shade or in our Facebook group called Altino Shade Family and Friends. You can also slide in our DMs or leave a comment in our IG at Altino Shade Podcast. And if you're old school, you want to send a text message or you want to leave a rant on a voicemail, which we may actually play, then hit us up at our phone number 646-481-2368. That's 646-481-2368. All right, guys, final sip. Yeah, my final sip is the government shutdown is over for now. So TJ kind of predicted this correctly last yeah, week. Yeah, he did. When he said it would be over in the week. I think he was off by a few days, but he mm-hmm. was pretty much on. Nancy Pelosi checked Donald Trump every step of the way. 
So, so now Trump is threatening to declare a state of emergency if a deal is not reached in three weeks. Why do y'all think this wall is so important to Trump? Mm. I had a discussion with a friend of mine earlier this week. To me, and we had a good point on this, I think it's about Trump's legacy. Yeah. Remember when he came into office, he tried to take, a, take away everything that President Barack Obama did. Mm-hmm. Tried to destroy everything that he's done. Now, he wants to make sure he leaves his legacy behind in some kind of way. That wall was, will really just signify a lot if he was to be able to do that. His name will go down for a long, mm-hmm. long time on what he did. Mm-hmm. He did because it's not just what he did that way, but it's also something physical that's going to be up for a long, long, mm-hmm. long, long time. Always be right. He's trying to sit here that, and so, just, so basically, it's his monument. Basically. Because most no. presidents, after they become, after they do their terms, they get what? They get a library mm-hmm. or a street name. But he wants his to be that wall. Mm-hmm. You that's know? a good point. Supposedly for, um, you know, for... Uh, Illegal immigration. Yes, but we all know it's for other things. Not we all, but those who understand what he's talking about sees it differently. But... Al, you got a final sip? No. TJ, you got a final sip? My boy, Roger Stone. Oh, good old Roger Stone. <laughs> and he is not my boy. You know, earlier this week, uh, the FBI went on and arrested him. Mm-hmm. But he made a statement that, and I can't quote exactly, but he did state that he would not tell or slash rat on Donald Trump. Mm. If a person like make what a, are we? Are we in middle school? Like well, yeah. the thing is, if somebody make a statement like that, that means they know something. Yeah, that say, means there's I'm something not going to rat, to rat on. Right, yeah. there's something there. Yeah. And when he made a statement like, yo, you just really telling on yourself. He yeah. rather he rather go to jail than rat on him. Because so. he, he know he'll be pardoned. He know he'll be pardoned. He knows that Trump already probably told me. If hey, Trump look, pardons him, man, Trump uh, can't pardon him. Like yeah, he's so a, he's putting himself on the line for Trump, but Trump will never do the same. It's crazy the people who have loyalty to Trump because Trump is the most disloyal person ever. Absolutely. Mm. All right. Well, I hope um, Nixon. Hope they learn from Nixon and, and get caught. So. <laughs> Any other final sips, y'all? That's it. All right, then I'm gonna go ahead and call this sip session done. All right. Holla. Holla. Holla.